Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, and then look at the theory surrounding it. I won't give you any answers, because I don't know them myself. I'll just give you what you need to decide for yourself. Research is done as academically as possible, and references will be given after the stories. This is a creature feature episode, and this one is a folklore episode. This week, we're looking at a creature that kidnaps naughty children in the dead of night. We're looking at the Krungus. Slavic folklore is filled with unimaginable creatures that are known to take people from their homes. But one such creature only targets children. This creature is the Krungus. First mentioned in the 13th century, a priest was sent to a remote village by the Vatican to exorcise a demon in a child. According to his journal entries, the child was terrified of an unknown creature that came to him at night. He wouldn't sleep, and hardly ate in the time the priest was in the village. He stayed for several days, investigating the possession of the child. Some of the villagers told him of a monster that lived in a cave deep in the forest. The priest decided to go and put an end to the monster himself. He got the help of a villager, who took him deep into the forest and pointed the way to the cave, leaving the priest alone. Inside the cave, the priest said that he found nothing but a suspicious hole leading deep into the ground. He blessed the cave as best he could before making his way back to the village to see if he'd fix the problem. He decided that he would need to stay with the child overnight to see if it would work. The child once again refused to sleep and the priest was at a loss. He barricaded the room and covered all the windows to help the child feel comfortable, but it didn't work. Eventually, the priest fell asleep. When he woke up, the room was empty and all the barricades were still in place. He made the trip back to the cave to find out what had happened and found that it was exactly the same as he'd left it. He looked into the hole to see if he could see anything and only saw the shine of a pair of eyes looking out at him from the darkness. Unsure of what to do, he found a large rock nearby and took the time to cover over the hole in the cave. That isn't the only time the Krogus has appeared. Most stories of the creature revolve around children disappearing from their beds at night after a long stretch of the child being terrorised by the creature. As time went on, The origin of the creature became more fleshed out, based on the original mention of the Krungus. It's believed to have been a creature from pre-Christian Slavic folklore. The original purpose of the Krungus was to protect villages from evil, destroying any threats to the people living there. Unfortunately, evil can be found anywhere, and the Krungus began to remove all threats of evil to villages. Over time, its purpose shifted and it became similar to the Krampus. However, where Krampus only punishes children at Christmas time, 
the Krungus is a year-round presence. Where the Krungus has once protected them from evil, it's said that it began to turn on the children, believing that any naughtiness was evil. The Krungus was seen several times in the Middle Ages, all in different ways. Each one involves different children doing different things, and each story involves a long period of trauma for the child, leaving them in a paranoid and exhausted state before the child is whisked away to the lair of the creature. One story involves a young girl who refused to eat her dinner one day. She's warned by her parents that she must eat, or the Krungus would come and take her away. She refused still and was sent away from the table. Over the next few days, the girl told her parents about a monster that came to her at night and scared her. Her parents reminded her that they had warned her and that she could eat the dinner she'd refused to eat to make it go away. Once again, the girl refused. After another few nights, the parents stayed awake all night knowing what was coming. They prepared themselves with weapons that they'd found within the house and posted themselves in the girl's room. Like the priest, they fell asleep. When they woke up, their daughter was gone, taken by the crumbles. Another story looks at a teenager who refuses to go to work one morning. Over the course of months, he's plagued by nightmares of a monster that lives in the woods. Every night, it would get a few steps closer as he watched it from the window. One night, the monster appeared right outside of his window. The next day, he spoke to the local priest who drew a picture of the monster as the teenager described it. He offered to bless the boy and perform a mass just for him in an attempt to protect him. The boy was returned home with a cross from the church to protect himself. The next morning, the boy had disappeared. The entire town joined in the search for him, looking for him. Hours into the investigation, someone found the cross that the priest had given him, laying at the edge of the forest. It was believed that he had run away and become lost in the woods. Over the next few days, townspeople went in search of the boy but nobody could find any evidence of him. The priest kept the drawing of the monster, taking it with him on a journey around the other towns in the area and asking questions about the creature. He compiled a list of things the creature could do, eventually turning it into a book, complete with his drawings of descriptions. The book has been lost to time, but it was last mentioned in the journal of a soldier in Hungary during the First World War and hasn't been seen since. The only story of an escaping child tells of two brothers who had set a local farmer's sheep free. Instead of being punished, their parents helped the farmer find the sheep. They handed the boys to the farmer, who was the one to punish them. The farmer locked them in the barn with the sheep at night and had them working during the day to exhaust them. One night, one of the brothers woke up to the sound of the farmer shouting. He tried to leave the barn, but couldn't because it was locked. He managed to find his way up to the attic, where there was a window. From the window, he watched as the farmer shouted at a monstrous human that was stood in front of his house. 
the monster eventually left the farm and the boys alone. In the morning, the farmer let the boys out of the barn and told them to go away and never come back. The story doesn't explain what happened to the boys afterwards, or what the farmer said to the monster. The Krungus is still whispered about in rural areas of countries like Romania and Bulgaria. The stories are few and far between and I really struggled to find anything about it. With the important stories of the Krungus told, should we take a look at its description? Krungus sneaks through the night and terrorises naughty children. But what does it look like? The Krungus looks very similar across all versions of it. A humanoid creature who wears a loincloth and nothing else. Its body is always emaciated and due to this it looks muscular. But that's really the end of the major similarities. Sometimes the Krungus appears with horns. Sometimes these are replaced with larger ears. The Krungus has sharp teeth most of the time, but has also been depicted with a mouth that is sewn up, although the reason why is never explained. Although it always has long hair, sometimes it appears as brown, other times green. Its eyes are usually a red colour, and sometimes it gets depicted with yellow eyes instead. The Krungus only seems to have one power, it seems to use some kind of sleep power to affect people. Whether that's putting people to sleep or keeping them awake is unknown, but it's possible that the power just affects adults differently to children. One of the things the priest found in his travels was that the way to stop the Krungus is its hands. The hands of the Krungus are malformed and always look broken and twisted. If it's possible to grab the hands of the Krungus, the person can command it to do anything, even getting it to leave you alone. The other weakness that the Krungus has is that it can't find people sleeping in the same place as animals. It's unknown why the animals block it, but in all the stories, the Krungus has been start stopped by a barn of sheep, a cat sleeping on a windowsill, and even a chicken that lived in the garden outside of a house. Nobody seems to know what stops the Krungus in the face of animals. We just know that it can't get around to them. With that, should we look at the theories behind the Krungus?
Crungus, a fearsome creature known only in folklore. What is it? Happy April, everyone. All of this was fabricated and came out of my head. Unlike last year, where I looked at a TV show, I found something on Twitter when all of the AI art was first emerging. A man named Guy Kelly, who goes by Brain Mage on Twitter, made up the word Crungus and asked one of the AI bots to make an image of it. The Twitter thread goes on to showcase a whole slew of images from different AI bots, all showing very similar results. I've tried looking for them myself more recently, but I can't seem to get the same results. This is the first ever AI cryptid, and I'm glad that I managed to get it covered, even if I made up all the information for it. Thanks for listening, and I'm so sorry that I haven't released anything for a while. I started a new job and I did two 55-hour weeks in a row, which got me really behind. I've spent some time trying to catch up, and all of the missing episodes have been released before this one, so enjoy catching up with me. I'll be back to the regular schedule in the next week or so, because I still need to write episodes for those. For that week. Social media links are available using the link in the episode description. I'm on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. I have a Patreon, but I'm still deciding what to post on it this season. There is a £3 tier if you want to support me anyway, though. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree, and, as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month, and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. My email address is also in the episode description, so if you want to send me spooky stories, unexplained events, or even mysteries you want me to look at, you can. If I get enough, I'll set up some listener episodes to read them. Please don't hesitate to email me if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said. Once I've seen the email, I'll make sure to correct myself. The next episode will be out on Wednesday, and next week's Creature Feature will be out on Saturday, April 8th, so hold on until then.